pain and gain, right? Uh, based on a true story. There is a positivity through the madness. Walking sideways through doors and shit. Give me the jewel! <sighs> Clanging and banging, big baby. You know, if you're willing to do the work, you could have whatever it takes. It's rad, you know, people say they want to look the best. But they're not willing to put in the work. <clears throat> it's sickening. It's beyond sickening. It's unpatriotic. And there's two types of people in this world. Donters and doers. Don't be a donter. Do be a doer. You gotta have three fingers. Mm -hmm. Get a goal, get a plan, mm -hmm. and get up off your ass. Cause we're back to the basics. And we believe in fitness. We're doers! I'm big, I'm hot. I'm a door. Man, Michael Bay made a banger of a movie. A 90s banger at that, Josh. Dude, 2013, Michael Bay pulled his big erectile <laughs> onto the cinema with this summer blockbuster. Another hit, right, for Mr. Michael Bay? Another one. Yeah. Man, larger than life characters. And like we said, the 90s don't miss. Man, 90s always win. But with pain and gain, we have beefcakes on the silver screen. You can't go wrong. Mark Wahlberg. Big and buff. Dwayne the Cock Johnson. The rock solid, right? <laughs> and Anthony Mackie. Hey, man, that go make daddy a sandwich. If he wants a sandwich, you make daddy a sandwich. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm a fan of all of these guys. They, um, them together, right? Their chemistry in this is just crazy. There's something about the chemistry. And what's even wilder is I think you put these guys together in other films with other directors, hmm. and that energy would not translate to what they had on screen with this. No, I think they definitely leaned into like the just 90s gym buff meathead, just right? And it is perfect for that style, right? Like they definitely tried to display something, and they did it with this. Does Michael Bay miss? That's an interesting question, man, because a lot of people might say that he does. If you want to get into Michael Bay, we can definitely talk some Michael Bay. Well, we'll get into Michael Bay maybe a little later in the episode. Okay. I want to I want to talk about well, some of that. Yeah, let's talk about this film. Uh, so Pain and Gain, right? Uh, based on a true story. Ba I, how is this even possible? So apparently there was a group called the Sun Jim Gang. And they were stealing from rich people, right? And then ended up killing them, bro. It's how a, do you go from stealing to killing? This is like one of um one of the I don't know if this is like a genre type concept, but like where you start off and there is a potential. And I like how in the beginning, um, Mark Wahlberg's character, what what's the dude's name? Uh, Danny Lugo. 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 It's such a bodybuilder name, right? <laughs> Danny Lugo. Lugo. That sounds like a wrestler. <laughs> yeah. Um, when Lugo says, 
um, we all start off as, as blobs of muscle, right? Yep. So much potential. So much potential. Yeah. And that's kind of how the movie starts. Yeah. It starts with showing him get arrested with the, with the SWAT team coming. Because he has a previous history. But right? then how there's the potential for greatness. Mm. And that is always... the we're, It's supposed to be the mindset of any bodybuilder, right? Yeah. You want to focus on the positivity. You want to be positive. <laughs> be more positive. <laughs> and uh, just the themes of this film and everything around it, you often forget that it is based on a true story because it's wrapped in this bombastic, bolsterous, just wild energy. Definitely the way that it was written kind of makes you feel for the characters themselves, right? You got The Rock as Paul Doyle, um, Anthony Mackie as... I don't, never remembered his name. Yeah, I don't and, know who he plays. Uh, I forget it, but... Uh, Erectile Man. Erectile <laughs> Dysfunction. Oh, uh, <laughs> The Soft Dick. Mr. Yeah. Limp Dick. <laughs> um, and then you've got uh, Mark Wahlberg as the main character, Danny Lugo. But the way that it's written, kind of like he speaks about the American dream, right? Improving yourself and wanting to be this idea of if you put in the work, you can achieve anything. Yeah. Right. And as long as you like America gives you second chances, right? He had a previous history. He went to jail and he was like, but what about my second chance? This is America. And you see, he gets it. But mm -hmm. then he also misuses his ch second chance. Uh, so similar to Paul Doyle, the Rock's character, he's on like his second chance, his yeah. third chance, whatever. And so there's those similarities there. But the way whoever wrote it, um, they make you kind of feel for the character, the characters in the film. And it leads you to forget that they're chopping people up, man. These are the bad guys. Yeah. Oh, well, that's what I was uh, wanting to get into is how <laughs> it starts off positive. It starts off in a positive light, but mm. it's one of those things that it's like a train wreck. You can't look away. It constantly gets worse. It turns and dark worse real quick. And worse yeah. and worse and worse. And it's just like, and to the point where they are chopping up dead bodies. They tried to kill uh, the first dude like three, four different times and couldn't succeed. And then they accidentally kill someone at the end. Two people. Yeah. Accidentally. Yeah. And so it's just like this series of miss uh, or unfortunate events. Yeah. And the whole film just kind of goes that way. And at the end, it's like, well, they end up all going to jail. But then at the end, it's like on a positive note, too, because he's like, life is going to give me one more rep, one more set, and I'm going to rock it. He's still positive. Like the, this character, right? Uh -huh. I'm sure he wasn't still positive in prison. Yeah. But it's it's just wild how insane. And when it tra when it gets to the most ridiculous point in the story to where they have chopped off the hands of these victims and you have the rocks character Doyle gets the instructions to burn off the fingerprints of the hands so there cannot be any identification 
He's barbecuing hands outside, and there's like this officer over there looking like, oh, he's just another guy barbecuing. And the movie freeze frames and goes, still a true story. Still a true story. <laughs> he's got tongs, and he's flipping that thing like it's a steak that he wants to be well done, bro. <laughs> and let's just talk about The Rock's character, man. He, he This is one movie that The Rock, he kind of loses himself into... Paul Doyle. The I character. said it back in the day, and after all <clears throat> these projects the Rock has done, after all, the, <laughs> after all of these projects he has done throughout the years since 2013, I will say this is still, as a film, as a movie, my favorite uh, movie that The Rock is in. My my favorite performance that he's given. Off. Okay, definitely not the Scorpion King. Definitely not. Um, you don't you know, like Rampage. CGI mummy mm, Scorpion King. Nope. <laughs> but this is just insane. And it was interesting on the character that The Rock played is that we were talking about it, and it, we we're just like, so we're like, he's on the spectrum, right? Yeah, he seems like he's a little slow, man. Like he's not. Like you said, he kind of misses social cues. Mm -hmm. um, and they even label him the weak link. Maybe because he's just so um, innocent in a way. Yeah. Because even when the pastor or the... the Because he goes to the church and he's like... Is sort of like a halfway kind of thing. And the pastor lets him stay there. But then he starts coming on to him. And he's like, you're just so buff. And he's like, why is he telling me that I'm buff? He just didn't pick up when normal people... He doesn't get it. Would... Picked that up a lot earlier. Like, this is a creepy dude. Yeah. Why is this old dude at the church hitting on me? Like, But then when he finally does realize, he beats the shit out of him. So he's kind of <laughs> like this gentle giant. A little bit. Yeah. And I, I really like that for his character because it's very unlike The Rock. When you think about The Rock, he's just big and buff and kind of mean and always like, Black Adam, right? What's just crazy, silent. What's crazy, though, is when he spirals, when he starts to spiral and he gets back on cocaine <laughs> and he starts drinking again. Yeah, he's all gumming himself. <gasps> and he's drinking again. He does turn into a maniac. He's yeah. threatening to bash people's brains in with baseball bats. He's robbing freaking, like, what are those people who move money? Oh, the uh, Garda, the security, the security guards with with like security bags of like deposit with bags, bags. Of money. and it's just like he has this whole scene where he's getting shot at. He's fighting cops, green paintball all over his blue Bro, he suit. Gets his, he's diving in the water. He's got five stars GTA style. Bro, that was some GTA. He's dodging <laughs> bullets in the water. You're like, what? The gets his fuck? gets his toe blown off, and then going. And dives for his toe. What is happening? And he's At like, the... you think they could sew that back on? He's like, no, bro. It's so ridiculous. It is like a train wreck. You can't stop. You, can, you can't yeah. look away. You have to be like, what? And at that point... This is why I do want to get into Michael Bay and his style of filmmaking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But at that point, it's, it's just... This... Is entertainment. Correct, yeah. Are you not entertained? <laughs> it goes from zero to a hundred real quick, and the story just gets like more crazy and crazy the longer that you're watching it. And we were like an hour and a half in, and I was like, bro, I don't remember it being this wild. There, <laughs> they take the they take the chainsaw back to Home Depot with blood and hair inside the thing. 
And it's just like, what are these dudes? They're in their underwear chopping up bodies. <laughs> it's, uh, um, and then what is that one dude's name? He was in Westworld, the guy who plays the officer. Oh, yes. Um, What's his real name in Ed Dubois, but it's... Um, Isn't it's, his name actually Ed? Uh, it might be, yeah. Um, but he plays Ed Dubois, the private investigator. Yeah, and so you, can, you, you, you have this crazy journey that these characters are on, and then... Towards the, the second half of the film, you have like this kind of a detective story. So you get a little bit of the kind vibe. Of like, Catch the me if you can a little bit. Yeah. And so he's trying to figure this out. He's like, you know, taking pictures of him. You get that private eye. Yeah. And so I like Tracy, right? I like, yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like that vibe. Um, And then constantly with the world building of the 90s. It's everywhere. In it's this film. everywhere in the background. Just ninety stuff. Usecondom.com. Like, <laughs> what was that one when when he goes to the Bahamas at the end and it's like Pac-Man, Pac-Man, like Pac-Man, yeah. like. It's just a lot of 90s, uh, and, and that is why it is kind of a period piece, and it's so mm-hmm. fun to watch, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way it's shot is very interesting. I know we were kind of like dissecting like the different camera angles and shots and how he, um, uh, some of it was like up close, some of it was a little blurry. I don't know if that was intentional. Um, but the fact that like he puts everything while they're riding the in go, that the GoPro shots, yeah, a lot of GoPro, I believe. And it kind of reminds me of like the synth wave, right? Where they're riding in the car and they have a few of those shots. I thought it was kind of funny. They're all big and buff and they're all stuck. They're into all this into the, car. the car with Scooby-Doo seats, <laughs> like so nineties. Um, yeah. I will say this about Michael Bay is like, man, anytime Michael Bay is filming, it could be a stagnant, a stagnant car. Mm. The car doesn't have to move. And damn, he's going to make that look entertaining. You know what I'm saying? Like, he knows his way around a car and a camera, bro. And he's probably going to end up flipping it. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. going to end up blowing it up and flipping it. Yes. Yeah. Bring that, swing that camera around on that crane, big baby. Oh, and that was another shot that you were talking about, right? Is where he goes from one room to the next through like a little people the, the little holes yeah and it reminded me of bad boys i think it's two he does the exact same when they're thing. getting shot at when they're getting shot at the no devil's not uh the devil's not not in, in this, this house. house yeah the devil's not it's wanted the exact here. same thing yeah. and so i was kind of like while i was watching it i was like bro that's from armageddon that's from bad boys Stripper like the scene. coloring is the coloring is the same and i was like that's michael bay's style and what is a move what is how do you have a Michael Bay movie set in the '90s with larger than life beefcakes without without a strip club scene, seeing some titties? And you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. So thank you, Michael girls Bay. everywhere. He's doing cocaine off of the strippers, butt. yeah, baby. <laughs> oh, that Ru- was she a Russian? Too? Yeah, it was like a Russian model turned stripper you know, wanted I to like, be an actress, CIA agent. I like me, my Russian women. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> she was she was fine, man. She was bomb. <sighs> um. What a wild ride. It's definitely like a roller coaster of a movie. It's out there. Pure entertaining summer blockbuster. And I'm just laughing the whole time because I'm like, I don't remember this being that crazy. Um But let's I mean, Michael Bay, bro. What does Hollywood have some do people hate Michael Bay? Do they not like his films? What's going on? Why do people hate Michael Bay so much? Ninja Turtles was great. No, no, no. Is that a Michael Bay film? Bro, no. Michael Bay. Crazy. Why does everyone think (laughs) that Michael Bay did the, uh, I don't even know, that was 2014. 
Oh, right Wasn't after it this. Wasn't 2014-ish? Right after this, then. The first... The first Ninja Turtles film? Yeah. He produced it, though, right? He produced it. Crazy. Everybody, Much like everybody Transformers, just he produced that, too? It's like, oh, Michael Bay was a part of that production? He directed it, and it sucks. I guess because his name's on it, so they're just like, fuck Michael but Bay. But I watched it and was entertained, but I'm still going to tell everybody it sucks. Yeah. I think it has more to do with like a director, right? A director is like how the film looks. A producer just kind of like gives the money, right? Make sure it gets out there into the bit, world. A little bit more than that, but it's 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 like, interesting on the stigma that Michael Bay holds, hmm. and I just don't get it because at the at the end of the day, it's it's like, bro, are you not here to be entertained? Because Michael Bay will entertain you. Yeah, the the, the shots, the angles, the action. I would say Michael Bay. Like when I think of Michael Bay, I think action, lens flares. Yeah, baby. yeah, explosions, so lens flares. Every artist, every director, producer, whatever filmmaker mm-hmm. has their style. Steven Spielberg, George Lucas, Zack Snyder, Michael Bay. Everyone has their style, you know, and so. Um, I think maybe people just don't like Michael Bay's style or far and few between. Maybe they just don't vibe with it, but I do. Yeah. And, and this film shows off that style and it's, it's a period piece for sure. Probably, I would probably have to say it's probably my, I don't know if I could say this is my favorite Michael Bay movie. Cause I might probably go with the original transformers. I think Armageddon for me, I'm a transformers freak, but Langin' bangin'. That's that roid rage. Give me the jewel. So, like we said before, this film is based off of a true story, right? So there's a lot of things that maybe this movie might have changed, but there's a lot that it kept real. You know what was wild is that the guy who got kidnapped, beat, and tortured and everything? Kershaw Kersh- and this character, right? Yeah. Um, he actually sued the production that he sued like the the production house because they made him seem like so unlikable like i guess that wasn't his character yeah so narcissistic and egotistical and the dude even says in the movie he's like oh like it's hard to like the victim like you're you're hard to like hold on i need to i need to get a pump man that's good yeah hit it you just need it just need to get a pump real quick. That's the American dream right there. I mean, you can do anything. <laughs> you, know, you just put your mind to it, right? There was a time back in the day where me and you were clanging and banging in the gym every day after work. And it was like a beautiful recipe that this film came out right at that point. So other people might look at us and be like, Josh, Eddie, like that movie wasn't that good. Well, it was like maybe because we're nostalgic yes. about that time in our life and we were so into fitness. We were so into clanging and banging weights where we said, aha, they're a, doing it. A movie just for us. They're we, big. They're <laughs> strong. Walking sideways through doors and shit. Right. And that was something that we would always say all the time. Walking sideways through doors. We're clanging and banging in the gym two and a half hours. Ah, protein shake. How many grams of protein you got in that? No protein shake, my friend. This certified breast milk. 
Oh, that's the real HGH. Damn right. Have you ever had breast milk out of a pregnant titty? No. Well, I mean, we could do it together, be titty brothers. Definitely not. We definitely have more like of oh, a personal side. I was trying side. to go sideways. Sideways Walking. through doors and shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we big in here, you know, hitting cameras and shit. Um, but we have a personal, like this movie kind of relates to us because that's what we were going through at the time. You got me into fitness, mm -hmm. really. Like you reemerged, you re-sparked that flame and you sent me on my journey into fitness and this movie was around that same time so i think both of us really relate to this film you said something about a flame i think you mean something like a torch <laughs> i got a quote for you you know in every epic tale there's always one person who believes in the hero first somebody who helps inspire them to greatness chloe sullivan chloe watch out <laughs> We walking through doors sideways. Clanging and banging. We getting buff. We getting swole. Titty milk. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, protein. The movie just, it, 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 it does inspire greatness. There's a positivity through the madness. Yeah, it has like a message. And it even talks about like America being founded on like, tiny weak colonies right and now they're the biggest and buffest country and it just has that like all american american dream um like idea to it mm -hmm. but also within that american dream you have opportunity for chaos what was his dream he just wanted to mow his lawn into the sunset bro crazy he even says that yeah he was like it may be weird for some right people might not relate but I just want to mow my lawn. Like I, I just want, want to, to sit have a lawn to mow. Yeah. He talks constantly about how his mindset was to achieve. He had to put the work in, mm -hmm. right? And he always felt lesser than. And he, he says something at the end. Yeah. He he says something that he wanted to just feel like he was a part of their world the and, doers and you can see also when people call him less than that's when he snaps he goes manic kershaw did it and then the same dude the the other dude did it as well and he was like you're just an amateur he's like fucking call me an amateur and that's when he pushes him and he snaps on kershaw and it's the same thing like he doesn't like to be seen as less than he just wants to, and when he gets the power and he gets the money and all that stuff, he actually starts like being involved in the neighborhood and like reaching out to children. He constantly, no matter even though that wasn't his house, it wasn't his neighbors, he made them them. He adopted that, right? Because he mm -hmm. stole it all, he stole all the money from Kershaw. They robbed him, everything like that. And what does he do, Lugo? Neighborhood he, watch? He brings the neighborhoods together. <laughs> He's got satellite imagery of the neighborhoods. He's talking plans. He's got a pink whistle. He's over here. He's got the Russian chick. And he's just like, the rock's all fucking yacked out and coked out. He's like, oh, that's good. You yeah. fucking touch her, I'll be dressed. Yeah. <laughs> and he's wanting to better the neighborhood. Yeah. Constant progress. We could be better. 
Yeah. And so I love that. He has those ideas and those values. He just goes about it the, the wrong way, bro. Yeah. And that's the the road paved with good intentions, right? He uh, says something. It's a recipe for injury. Oh, uh, he relates it to fitness in such a great way. Yes. And it's true. But then you don't just stop, right? You don't quit. You get back up there. And you keep going and you keep pushing. And I, it's really cool the way the movie just ends. And like I said, he it ends on a positive note. And he still believes in the same message, even though, yeah, he's kind of lost. Like, he, he, he don't know what he's doing. Uh, so Lugo... Uh, which is uh, Mark Wahlberg's character, yeah, and Anthony Mackie's character. We'll call him impotent. Uh, he, they both got life in prison, thirty or th- no. uh, like death, right? Death. death sentence. They got death sentences. They spent Nuts. their whole lives in prison. Well, I'm sure they're still alive in prison, yeah, right? Probably. I'm yeah. assuming. I don't know. Um, and then uh, the Rock's character did 15 years for like cooperating, I guess. And he is currently free. Yeah, That's he nutty. barbecued. A hand. Hands, bro. Yeah. He wrote he drove over a dude's head. He thought he smashed a head. He literally chose to back up and drive over a head. And this dude's walking around right now. He's Attempted. probably gonna watch this show. Attempted murder, right? At the very least. Um and so yeah, it's really weird that he only did 15 years, but I guess that's what cooperating. Right. He cooperated with the investigation so that they could get the real people who actually killed people and chopped them up. And I think he Anthony Mackie's character like overdosed that chick on horse tranquilizers. Yeah. Wild accident. Just kept pumping her full of horse tranquilizer. Um, it's such a wild story that you can draw inspiration from right on the fitness aspect in and your the, own aspect and the wanting to like improve and be better a yeah. better person and so i think that's the real message that we'll try to take away from this film the power of positivity you know much like these pecs life is hard life is hard but you don't give up though you rest you heal and you get back on that bench life is gonna give us another set and we're gonna rock it because we're back to the basics and we believe in fitness